Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. Thank you, Bill the Heel, Patreon, $5 a month. Appreciate you. We're going to talk about Death Must Die, Black Mesa, Lethal Company, and some other stuff. But first, my name is Christian. My name's Nick. I'm Bobby. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to four days off next week because I've been working like a fucking dog, dude. Well, you know what sucks is they get to spend those four days with me and my mom. No, oh, that, wait, no that's, I'm not going that's, for that's Thanksgiving. That's December. Yeah, that's it's right. December. That's going to be more like a punishment. Yeah, you're right. But this one. What? What are you doing these four days? Oh, it's Thanksgiving. But most okay. of the time, yeah, gaming, hanging out with the kids. I think I think it's time to you know get a good, find a good game for me, Sam, and Mila. Uh, like a, a board game. We've been playing um, Super Mario Wonder, and that was a huge hit. Thanks for the. I was about uh, to say, how did that go on? Yeah, um, we played it for a little while, but it was great. And then she took it to her other dad's house, and they played it all weekend, basically. And so, uh, yeah, she she came betrayer, back. She's like, dude. she's like, I'm on Bowser <laughs> already. But it's all good because oh, Nick. So maybe you can. So there's the Wonder Seeds, but then there's also like a Wonder Plant. You said wonder flowers the, wonder the flowers they, after every like stage or zone you get a wonder flower also okay. there's a secret area that me and leslie found out and it is hard as fuck that's good so that's you, good that there's remember, adult stuff in there you remember the star like the star place in the original um super mario world where you can like teleport and stuff like it's no. like a okay so essentially there's like a secret area in the original super mario world where if you fly off screen in certain stages you can go to the Star World, and it's like a real place. And you can skip; you can essentially skip the whole game. You can go to Bowser's Castle from there if you beat certain levels in certain ways. It's not a glitch; it's not a bug; it's like part of the game. Um, however, in the new one, there is no star levels anymore. It's now the flower level, and so it's the same exact layout as the old star level, mm. but it's it's flowers. Everything's flowers themed because it's a Super Mario Wonder, and you're not in the Mushroom Kingdom; you're in the Flower Kingdom. So the question is, we've never gotten the video games on the intro, guys. Like, congrats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we have a family to, to to video games. What do you know? I, I can never remember, dude. So you have your own Thanksgiving up there in Canada, or you have the same Thanksgiving? Or you don't? Different. Don't it's have a different one. Thanksgiving. They different. Last month. It's well-spaced out. The holiday is well-spaced out. What do you guys do when you go to Christmas? You've already seen these people so recently. Or do you use it as an excuse to like visit one side of the family? That's, yeah, that's what, think, that's what most people end up doing. 90% of Americans, that's what they do. If they're married or like in a, in a relationship, one person goes, like, one, like for example, my, my mom, I was like, hey, what holiday do you want? Christmas or Thanksgiving? And I haven't spent a Christmas with them in like six years. So she's like, please, God, Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, for Thanksgiving, you decide to argue with her family. And then for Christmas, you argue with your family. So it's a lot of arguing. Love. Yeah. I think I Bobby doesn't understand race. holidays, nor there's, there's no, nothing. Nor love. Nothing coming out. <laughs> or love. <laughs> oh, Bobby's like, hate them both. robot love. <laughs> I hate them both. How do you see these holidays going for you, Bobby? Uh, same as they always do. I mean, it's always a mix and match trying to figure out what we're going to do with who because I've got, uh, you know, because of my girlfriend's family and my family, but also because <clears throat> my family's so big that sometimes they do like separate things. So, yeah, it's it's tough to navigate and it's always kind of stressful. But Have your families met? 
Probably. Um, not her dad. My my parents have met. I think my mom has met her mom, but um, I think that's it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are we doing? Chris, what's the next part of this thing that we do? I guess we have to talk about the games that have caught our attention, but that we haven't played. And uh, Orton was the case for Bobby. What's up? So this is a game that looked mildly interesting. I'll be honest. It was a slow week. I was, I didn't really come across any games that looked that great. I looked around on the steam page and this was probably the best I could come up with. Um, This is a, 2D puzzle adventure game, kind of a 2.5D. There is that uh, Z layer or that Z axis, um, but it's got a time loop mechanic. And the only other game that I that comes to mind that had a time loop mechanic, I, I know there was a few of them, but the only one that I've played before was the Sexy Brutal, which I thought was pretty interesting. It was a really good concept because you have a in that game you had this big lavish party playing out and you would walk around and um see different things that would happen and try to piece together this mystery um it was kind of like this i don't know if you guys ever heard of sleep no more but it was this um really popular uh interactive theater they were doing in new york for a long time but it's kind of the same thing instead of just sitting in a seat and watching a play you actually walk around and you see the actors like in their habitat doing things and you split up as a group and you um you all see different things and then after the show you talk about it and you kind of figure out what the story was or what was happening i don't know interesting concept but orton was the case it has a time loop where you play a character uh solving mysteries trying to figure out um why the world is being destroyed and what grabbed me right away was the uh the artistic design so it's hand painted i like and it. yeah it's got a very it, pretty it's very unique like you you haven't i, I kind of thought about this it's very obvious but it, it kind of occurred to me when i was looking at this game it, it occurred to me how similar a lot of other games look like there's we could pretty much grab any game and say, oh, it looks like this game or that game. And right away, you know what you're talking about. But this one, it's it's really hard to describe just because it has such a unique look. It, it looks like a, uh, what was that film festival they used to do? Like a Spike and Mike film festival. It's got some yeah. like really weird, it, it's like adult animation. It, uh, it, yeah, it looks it, it looks cool. It and looks I guess a, it is. It looks like a modern version of what... Um... Uh, Monty Python used to do in the like when the god came out in the clouds and the trumpet players. I don't know what you call that. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? Like I, paper I know what you're talking about. or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it looks yeah. like a modern, like a modern time version of that. Anyway, yeah, they they had a or, really choppy animation like South Park the or the Yellow Submarine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of kind of like that. Hmm. What are the chances you yeah. picked this up, Bobby? I don't know. Not super high. It's coming out November 28th, right around the corner. I don't know. I'll keep an eye on it. We'll see what price it is. We'll see what the reviews are. Um, it's just, honestly, I don't play a lot of adventure games anymore, um, like point and clicks or otherwise. I just, I don't know. I never finish them. And if you don't finish them, it really, they aren't that enjoyable. You know, it kind of defeats the purpose because a big part of the game is the story. I still have guard duty on 40%. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> this is going to yeah. be 19.99, but it should have been 14.99. That's where Oh, let's play our game. Let's play the game. Yeah? Oh, yeah, let's, we have let's a game. Play okay. The game. Okay, it will release at 19.99. Okay. 
That's what you're saying? Yeah. And Are come we, on, guys. Let's 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 play correctly. You get we three dollars difference at least between prices. Uh, it doesn't leave uh, much room. Um, yeah, as I'd say, Bobby, you go. Does that include a sale? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. It's okay. fine. Okay, so if it's on sale, then whatever, who's ever closest to the retail price wins, or the sale price is what I'm asking. The sale price, okay. the release price. Let's say that because if it's on sale, then it's technically the release price, right? Yeah, but I'm saying if the game comes out and it's twenty percent off then yeah that's I the guess... release price like what nick's saying yeah whatever it okay. is that on release is what we're talking about including right. the sale all right i'm gonna say 16.99 that means go... that pretty much means nick has to take the high road i'm gonna go 9.99 wow yeah wow i think we're gonna go see a 15 dollar game go on sale okay all right let's see should be like thirty-five. Can we put like a reminder, or, or did somebody put this on their wish list or follow? It's in the show notes. We'll we'll get to it next week. We'll see. See who wins here. Who won last time? I believe it was uh, was it Nick. And we have to trust. Yeah, because yeah. now we have to trust everything Nick says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, right. I guessed it on the dot. It was pretty good. I have to talk about yet another z- zombie survivors. Um, yeah i know um so what what, i I like snarky i I like you know when people take little weird mm, abstract or just kind of crazy titles or fuck with it you know with the norm you don't want to see the same shit but when you say yet another zombie survivors doesn't it seem like you're talking your own game down Pretty much, yeah. Uh, at you're that being point. cheeky. You're being cheeky, maybe in a fun way. Yeah, you're being yeah. cheeky, but also you're being self-deprecating when you have to make sales. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I hope it works out for them. Um, so, um, I, first of all, I would have bought this already had I not already bought one, uh, Zombie Survival, this week, which I will talk about um, later in highlights. Um, but... Basically, it's a modern times uh, zombie survival game, and their their little tweak to it is that there's multiple characters. You can play them individually and level up their skill trees uh, however you want. But then, as you're playing, you will find other survivors, and they join your little cluster of uh, characters, up to three characters. And you, and when you find these other characters, there are other characters that you can pick, and as your leader, as your single player character. So, if you pick up the samurai guy, or not samurai guy, but the katana guy, he will have the unlocks that you've picked for him in when you made him your uh, main. Does that make sense? I'm so kind you of play, lost, but I, I think I yeah I'm a I little, have a general I'm a little idea. Okay, let me try one more time. Right. You can play as get different, out the whiteboard. You can play as <laughs> you different. Have four cups. You have Pepe Sylvia. Sylvia. Here's the crazy hot <laughs> scale. Um, so there's different characters. You can play as your main. They have skill trees. As you're playing with any one of these, um, you can find the other characters uh, that play as NPCs. Uh, when you play uh, the regular game, 
maps, but they will have the unlocks that you've unlocked with them when you played that character as your main. Got it. This, yeah. I see what you're saying now. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so when you add these guys to your little crew, they will already be pre mm, customized for your style of gameplay. And uh, what all of this breeds is a lot of synergies. That's what you're trying to build. So uh, there's six characters. You can make whatever little team you want because when you find one, it's not whoever you find. It's whoever you select. So you can have, you know, um, the medic, an engineer, and katana guy or soldier guy, tank, whatever. Whatever you think is going to be best and work on the best synergy uh, you can. And that enough, that right there, I think, is enough to differentiate itself from from the from the pack. I have played one other one that had multiple characters. It was a little cartoony one, but you had to rotate your characters. So you had like sword guys and arrow guys, and you had to constantly rotate your your uh, team in order to attack or, or defend appropriately and it was too much like it was a lot yeah you're running from everybody you're shooting everybody and you're trying to rotate your pack to make sure that you're optimally like face this one it seems like they're they're attacking on their own so i don't know i like the look of it on vampire survivor likes at this point like no dude no and how many other people have played this many of these types of games gotta be a like a hundred two hundred other people. well I would say that, but these games usually do really well. Like uh, right. 5,000 people have played this game. And a lot of that has to do with their low uh, price. This is $8, which is really high end uh, for uh, a Vampire Survival game. Um, it's funny because the other one that I bought earlier today was like 629 or something like that. And I was like, oh, it's so cheap. I got to buy it. And then I saw this $8. I was like, oh, my. What is this, Mr. It's Fancy out of Pants? This world. It's out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to sell my daughter. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm staying away from it for now because I have one. Uh, that itch is being scratched. Also, just a really quick side note: uh, Soulstone Survivors is having their one year anniversary of uh, early access, and they had a huge update. I don't, I don't know if it's big enough for me to come back, but um, yeah, because I have another one that I'm playing. But no, I don't play that much at some point we need a whatever this fucking genre is called uh vampire survival vampire survivor like no no just vampire survivor vsl survivor vsl vampire come on vsl vsl is pretty good it's not bad okay we need a vsl tier list and we need like s a b b and Hmm. the expanse a telltale series uh, Amanda talked about this a long time ago. By the way, Amanda might be coming back sooner than later, folks. You know, from what I hear down the grapevine. Can mm. I get a yippee, yippee, something? Yippee, yay? Yip, yip, yip. How have you <laughs> heard this? And I have not heard this. This is. <laughs> he told you, dude. We've seen it in chat, you dum dum. Wow, I didn't see it. Uh, yep, it might happen. Not 100%, but if you're listening out there, be excited. Uh, she talked about this a while ago, so I'm just going to run through these points really quickly. They're all personalized because this game comes out in 13 hours or 12 hours. Uh, by the time its episode airs, you'll be able to buy it. And I would love to play this next week. Definitely been wanting for a while. I'm a big fan of The Expanse, but I've never played a Telltale game ever. Not one. 
you guys have all yeah. played these types of games before, right? Yeah. I played the Walking Dead one. I've played probably three of them. Yeah. Yeah. I played it. Known for their bunch quality. Of them. A bunch of them? Yeah. I mean, they were Some really popular. So I'm surprised you've never played one of these because this was all the rage in 2012 when that Walking Dead game came he out. He was three in 2012. i mean it was a huge game it was um they had been making these games before that but this one was probably their best one just from a design standpoint but also just they were striking when the iron was super hot i mean 2012 walking dead zombies it just everybody loved it um but yeah, and then like they kept releasing, they made a, a telltale game for like everything. And some of them were good, some of them weren't that great. And then eventually, I think around 2016, everyone was just like, you know, we've had enough of this or something. But yeah, The the Wolf Among Us was really good. I, I played the first episode of the Borderlands one. I did not like the Game of Thrones one. The Jurassic Park one that they made before Walking Dead was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, they're, they're hit and miss. They, they, the last big one, I think, well, not their last big one, but um, the Batman one was supposed to be like a co-op multiplayer one or like oh. a col- collaborative decision-making or something like that. It, it had like a nice spin on it. I did not, no. That, I was kind of over it by then. I didn't read too... Well, maybe I should have done a little bit more research <laughs> as co-op, but that didn't jump out at me. Um, what did jump out at me is they got the same actress as in the Expanse television show. Is Kamina Drummer is returning as the main character in this. And she's such a badass in the books, and I love how the actress portrayed her in the in the show. So I'm pretty excited. Like, based on that alone, I think if they're going to that lengths to get that person to fill that role, I, I would hope that they would uh, the rest of the game faithfully as well. You know, if they're going through all that effort, why half-ass it? So uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Also, the makers of The Expanse signed my friend's book when he background actor uh that's pretty red yeah so i'm forever a fan and i said uh, i sent him a mail uh just he has a gmail a public g i said hey my friend is on set right now if you're there i'm gonna send a book over can you deliver it to him and he said yeah (laughs) yeah yeah hey chris uh what came first uh did you read the books or watch the show first i uh watched the show i watched the first season first and i was like this is really good and then i read all the books or i caught up on on the rest because i was like i don't want the show to shape how i see the books anymore i want the books to shape the show it's funny because uh, i maybe i have to watch it all together like binge it because i watched the expanse over like three years the first season and I'm, you know, every episode you're like, what the fuck's going on? You know, right. um, like I thought the world building was fantastic. Fantastic. Some of the best, some of the best, like, uh, sci-fi world building since, you know, a long time. It was, it was really well. It was supposed to be well. an MMO, dude. It was a world supposed to be made for an MMO game. And then that project got canceled, fighter mm-hmm. for it. And he had this huge world on the shelf. The OPA, the Martian Alliance, and the Earth was supposed to be like the Alliance and the Horde and a third faction for this MMO uh, that that got shelved. Um, and before that, it came from a tabletop game. I don't know. It's just like 
this thing has gone through so many iterations of things it was supposed to be or was, and now it's this. I don't know. Full it's circle. Cool. It's come back yeah. to the game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it for the Telltale series, Nicholas. Boy, howdy. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. We got one of them MMORPGs right here. Oh, uh, oh, oh. No. So you guys already know about World of Warcraft uh, Hardcore. I'll talk about that later. Um, but uh, BlizzCon just happened, and they uh, actually announced another form of Classic, which people are more excited for than they were for Hardcore. Um, it's called World of Warcraft uh, Classic. Uh, colon discovery um and you're like why do i want to play this even though it's like a fucking super old game well they're essentially it's essentially classic plus there's a lot a lot a lot of people even new players that like classic more than modern wow modern wow you're just like hitting numbers in the millions to do damage and shit and like hundreds hundreds of thousands and like the the systems to get along and to to and to work are just so intense and there's so many choices that people like classic because it's just a, a more cut and dry game um it also requires more sk- skill for pvp they actually just had like two weeks ago they had a fifty thousand dollar tournament uh for classic hardcore um and yeah, you know who was, won was it was it a fucking paladin no it was a warlock warlock mm. is the best uh the best classic pvp uh class um however so, World of Warcraft Discovery, all my all my friends are more excited for this than they were hardcore, even though we're all playing hardcore right now. But, um, so, by the way, uh, Sniper, the video is going to go when I actually play a hardcore. I mean, when I talk about hardcore. Um, so, something that's interesting is they're not adding any new classes, which is cool. So, the game is running in the classic engine. It has all the classic uh, classes and races and everything. No, like, side is getting another a class or another race. But classes are getting new jobs. Um, so, for example, a rogue can be a tank or a shaman can be a tank. Um, and that's not that's not to just, you know, say what can be a tank and what can't be a tank, even though a warlock can be a tank, which would never be the case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're adding new abilities and they're changing things so that these new ways to play are available to everybody. And, of course, Hunter is still just DPS. They, they don't have anything else. Um what is also interesting is that they're doing kind of like a seasons thing. So it's going to take a long time to level up. Um, and the level cap for the first age of discovery is 25. And what's cool though, is that once you get to level 25, there are raids at 25 level 25, like 10 man, 20 man, 30 man, and 40, 40 man raids. And for example, Scarlet Monastery is just a dungeon, right? And normal, and normal WoW, it's just a dungeon. There's four, air, there's three or four uh, sections of Scarlet Monastery. And there's like two to six bosses per section. Well, what they're doing in Discovery is they're putting into one big raid, and they're changing how the map works. They're changing the inside of the dungeon, but it's all still using the classic, um, the classic engine. Um, there's going to be completely new gear in the game as well. There's new quests and characters. Um, and lastly, there's this thing called runes, which kind of even changed the game even more. I think that's the thing that... So not everything has been announced for um, Classic Discovery. It releases the 30th of this month, which is cool. So um, It's going to be separate from Classic, or this is like a new page of this, Classic? 
this is a new page of classic. So everybody okay. has been asking for classic plus, right? Because classic WoW actually is extremely popular, and so people are like, I wonder if more playing get... more people are playing that than modern. What do you think? I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna say modern because of like the fact that there's, I guess, so much more to do, um, and they're like actually adding expansions and classes. To be honest, I think it. I, I don't like modern anymore, only because there's just so much shit, dude. Like every day, like you have to play it like a job. Like, oh, I got to do all my dailies. I got to do all my races and my world events and all that stuff. Meanwhile, classic is just like, okay, I got all my gear. I got all my potions. Like I can go, you know, go raid with the boys and stuff like that. Like it's not like a chore to play the game, essentially. Um, By the it, way. It, Nick, I object to what you said earlier and this whole chart here. I have tanked with my hunter at a certain time, different um, I, I think they changed it later on, but uh, different uh, animals had different aspects uh, that they yes. had. And so I used to have a turtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to have a turtle and he was uh, very tanky and he could pull aggro. Not very what good. Name? What was its name? Turtle Tanky the Turtle. What do you mean? Tanky the Turtle. Tanky the turtle. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what's funny is they still have that and you still can do that in the later levels, but in the higher levels, you can't do that at all. Like, cause your, your GPS is pulling so much threat that the turtle can't maintain yeah. it. No, for sure. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm going to be playing this. I'm still playing hardcore because I'll talk about the reason why later, um, uh, <laughs> but I'll be, I'll definitely be playing uh classic discovery, uh, just to see all the new shit. Um, apparently once you do get to level 25 and you do all the raids, like, you can kind of just stop, right? Like you can just wait till the next part comes out and then you can keep playing. Um, but yeah, that's uh, World of Warcraft Classic Discovery. Why do I have um, you? Go ahead. If it's called mm-hmm. Discovery, do the players action world along? Like if enough players so get the... to level 25, will they release the next like updo? So I... So they haven't said that clearly, right? But the rumor is, right, and the and like things that some people who have talked Great about time. leaks and been and been correct about leaks and stuff like that, like WoW Classic Plus has been talked about for like the past four months, three months, and lo, lo and behold, they release Warcraft Classic Discovery. Like it, it they're talking about things that are probably going to happen, but just not by name. And I think you're a lot of people think that you're right, right? Once enough people get to level twenty five, they're going to add more shit. If if more stuff becomes more dynamic, like in the sense where like there's way too many shamans, they're gonna add something in the game that's gonna like make shamans weaker or whatever. But they're also gonna just keep they have to modify the existing like the existing parts of WoW, I mean the WoW Classic, that it probably will take a little bit of time. Eventually they're gonna get to 60 and they're gonna be adding new raids all the time and like new new things to do. And so that's why that that's the biggest complaint about classic. Once you beat Kel'Thuzad, you're you're done with the game. Like you you you've beaten the game. There's no heroic Kel'Thuzad. It's just the last raid in the game. So I think classic discovery is going to be a version of classic that is just constantly getting updated, constantly getting changed. And like they've like you can see in the link that I or in the link that I clicked already, there's going to be five or four phases. So level twenty five, level forty, level fifty, and level sixty. The time it takes to get to level fifty to sixty is I think three days of playtime. Like it is super long. And so one to 25 is not long at all. Like uh, I'm level 17 right now and I probably put in like five or six hours. Oh, 50 to 60 is a while. Hmm. Uh, Remind me, uh, do you have to buy wild classic or how does this work? 
Is it twenty bucks? As, as long as you have a current WoW subscription, like mm. like you can just have like you don't even have to own the newest version of WoW. You don't have to buy the latest expansion. You just have to have an active WoW subscription, whatever. That Which is, is what fifteen bucks a month now. Fifteen bucks a month, or you can get it down to I think ten dollars a month if you buy a whole year. Um, but yeah, uh, this will be coming out November thirtieth. It's a normal WoW price. There's no additional cost for it. You don't pay like. $30 for a new expansion, you just get it. And here's a cautionary tale for all of those uh, people out there. I used to play this a lot and Nick was a little kid and he didn't know what he was doing and he would bother me every day and he wanted to play. And I would t- turn him down or make up fucking excuses to not hang out with him. And now I'm thinking about joining his crew and maybe he's going to turn me down. So no. You know. We have plenty of old gamers. We have a guy who's 61. Calm down. Gross. His name's Dan. He plays too much art. But there is a chance, Nick. Come on. There is a chance. There is a, there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody that with a name that starts with E can be in the guild. It's just a rule. We okay. wrote it. Right. Uh, you want to show the next segment? Games we have been playing. <laughs> uh, Emilio, you've been playing a game. You've been playing a couple games. I've been playing a couple games. Uh, Death Must Die is the other vampire survival game that um, I was alluding to earlier. Um, So it's funny. This might be the first time I ever, maybe it's happened a couple other times, but like I, you know, Google knows me. So every time I open up Google, I'm getting like stuff that I want in my face. And uh, (laughs) the headline is like, this game takes vampire survivors and it takes Hades, and it takes Diablo, and and I'm like, <laughs> what okay, whatever, dude. Like they all do that, <laughs> you know, trying to sell things. And then I was like, oh, let, let me let me do a little click, clicky clicky poo here, and I click on it. And I was like, oh, that's exactly what <laughs> the headline. And then I go home and I buy it for six twenty nine, and yeah, it's pretty much exactly what was in the headline. Um, so it looks like Diablo 2, I think, something like that, uh, which is good. I mean, the graphics are good for a vampire survival game. Definitely a lot better than vampire survivors. Um, a, when Every time you level up, there are gods that give you boons, much like Hades, and they're voice acted just like Hades. Um, but this is definitely the $629 version of of Hades, you know, like you could tell. It's the Ross version of Hades. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to shit on them because, you know, it's a tiny little uh, developer with a tiny little price. So for the price, you're getting a lot, I I think. Um, So you have these multiple characters, and when they talk, they have personalities. Like the, the way they interact with each other and what's going on in the world, people, they're speaking as if the way people would speak i feel like you know um which i find refreshing and nice um when i see diablo-esque uh inventory you know you have the headpiece the chest piece same same thing just kind of like uh diablo one and two and um so let's see you uh the characters you know the first one's like a knight and the second one's like a sorceress the third one's like a rogue and you can auto attack like you do in all other vampire survivals or you can or what is it uh vsl vsl, VSL. yep so. um 
<laughs> just like other VSLs, they auto attack, right? So you can toggle that on or off, and you would think that one or other is the better, but I think that the combination is the better because if you're auto attacking all the time, it slows you down. So if you you got a scoot, you turn it off and you move, and then also sometimes when you attack, you you have a because the auto attack only attacks the closest thing to you. Um, if you want to be uh, have some agency in your attacks, like you're trying to take down a certain troublemaker, uh, obviously you want to auto aim those, or I mean uh, aim yourself. Uh, so there is there is so, uh, definitely some finagling to it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time with it. It's an early access. It's like I said before, like I've said three times, it's six twenty nine. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying everything about it. Actually, uh, the music is kind of like an '80s synthy action movie, which is cool with me. I'm I'm digging pretty much everything about this game. I want to play it more and more. So having a good time. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, more Warcraft with Nick. I'm starting Nicholas. Right, I'm starting the video. <laughs> if that's okay. All right. So I'm going to start off this uh, this with a story of me almost dying. All right. This is the hardest my heart has pumped ever playing a video game, <laughs> arguably since doing the hardest fucking quest in Escape from Tarkov. So in the video, right, I'm uh, you see me attacking some harpies, and the issue is that I don't realize because I haven't been here in fucking years is that some of the harpies spawn above you and I have a limited amount of health. I have a limited amount of mana. I'm super low level. And this quest is one of the most dangerous areas in the beginning of the game. And so there's like a heat map where people die. This is one of the red zones, like almost even black. Like there's so many people that die here. Oh God, I just um, got to the point I where get... you didn't get your healing, dude. It got canceled. What the fuck? Dude, I got down to <laughs> 3%, right? And I, what eventually happens is I turn around to heal and I see two of the harpies that I just killed respawn. And I'm like, oh no, dude. <laughs> and mind you, I've already put in like two and a half hours into this character. So I'm just like, no. <laughs> and uh, this is the most tight butthole experience of all of WoW that I've ever had. Like I've beaten the <laughs> game multiple times. Like I've done so many raids. I've had so many like high, high intense moments. But at like level eleven, I'm over here like about to throw my mouse against the wall. Real stakes, real stakes, and real feelings. real stakes, dude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, classic hardcore is man. It is a different world as far as what you have to do to stay alive. There's so many things that you would normally do, like if you were a, a shaman and you had chain lightning, or you had like your fire nova totem. All these different things that you just, oh, you know, maybe pull like four mobs and then kill them all at once. Now, you don't want to take that off chance that something dodges your ability and then you fucking die. Like, it, the, I'm carrying potions that I would never use before. Like, I'm using stamina potions. I'm using, like, every little bit of armor that you get fucking matters. Every Like, every enchantment matters. Like, normally, you wouldn't get your gear enchanted at level 10. It's not a... It's not a normal thing. Usually you just save your money and right. get your but gear you to level to. 60. Yeah, yeah. Here you have to. It's not like the game's harder. It's not like the enemies have more health or do more damage. You just the want that extra high. padding. Like, yeah. I was fighting a hyena at one point. And, uh, <laughs> one hyena, I, guys. <laughs> one hyena, dude. And I just got done fighting essentially a cassowary. Uh, 
And at this point, like I have 50, 50% health and I have like 40% mana. I'm like, oh, I can kill this hyena. It's like a level lower than me. This thing crits me twice in a row and I yeah. miss two attacks in a row. I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right, fuck, I got to use a potion. And then I, and so I heal myself as well. But still, like, if I didn't have a potion or I didn't have a mana potion or like I didn't have a heal like some other classes do, I would have been fucked. Like, you can't run away. Like, the hyena runs faster than you. And that that would have been boom level fifteen. I would have been dead. I would have been gone. Like, and so, um, it's it's an amazing experience. Even if you just do it once, like I think it's so fun. Even if you like, my goal is to get to level forty, not to level sixty, level forty, dude. Yeah. Um, people are running dungeons like two or three levels above the dungeon. Like it, like if if the right. required level to get in the dungeon is level sixteen, people are coming at eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Jeez. Uh, What's also That's interesting awesome, is that the mar- dude. Well, yeah. that, that, like it you breathes know, life into the game, right? Real stakes. Yeah, I, I yeah. hate to start keep being beating this bush and being the old guy, but you're explaining ex- EverQuest. That's what Ever you're talking Quest. about. Yeah, it's exactly. EverQuest. Exactly. That's there, what it is. With, this guy with his cane coming out, he can't stop talking about EverQuest. <laughs> <laughs> he's with his wheelchair, you, and his bell. He's like, ding, 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 ding. if there's <laughs> no if there's no penalty for fucking dying. God damn. I wish I could just like, I wish I had a timeline because people try to get me into WoW three times. It took me three times to get addicted. The first two times I was like, there's no penalty for death. That means that a bunch of un, uh, how how would you say it? Um, Unskilled? uh, Sure, unskilled, but um, undeserving people will be at the top level. And that's exactly what happened. If you just put in the time, you're going to get to level 60 and you're going to be bugging all the other level 60s to raid with you. And it's just like, you're not worthy and you're not going to be able to do the high-end content. And also, you don't, you know, there's, who cares? You just, like you said, you'll pull pull down your totem four at a time, fuck it. If I die, I die. What, what's what's 15 copper to repair my armor? You feel worthy, Bob? Exactly. I'm like uh, a video game Republican speaking, over here. <laughs> you guys are speaking another language, man. I don't mess with WoW anymore. Maybe one of these <laughs> days I will again, but and I don't even. I, I still don't quite understand what this uh, classic plus is. So yeah, I, I, I understand they're the, gating the um, <clears throat> like so the, the levels, but so so many people have said like, can you just keep the engine? And keep some of the quest lines and just change like a bunch of other shit. And so that's what they're doing. They're adding units, they're removing units, they're adding completely new gear. Like they're adding new epics and new blues. They're going um, down a different development path than the original. That's the best. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. That's the best way to say it. And Um, who else, what other companies get to do this at any point, dude? Like you fucking. Your dominoes, you went down the fucking cheesy bread. You can't fucking take that back and go down the fucking Marinelle route. These people has video games because it's like it's stationary. It's a things like stopped in time. You could just go back right there. Hey, let's see what would have happened if we would have went like not the shitty route. (laughs) It's so cool that video games can do that. Also, you when you were making this point, like the beast within you came out and your mic got so much louder. And it's just sorry. I got really so close. Cool. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's that's sleep apnea. You need to, you need to get some help with it. Uh, so some other things. Two more things before I finish up on a little. Uh, Sam kicked me awake the other night. She, I go, what? She goes, you were dying. 
<laughs> I saved your fucking life. Yeah, bro. Bro. There was one time I was like sleeping and Leslie's like, Nicholas, you stop breathing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she took a video of me. I'm like, oh my God, I do. Like, yeah. Just completely. I'm like, all right, I didn't see that. It's bad. That's bad. We well, all need machines to sleep. We got thick necks, bro. Yeah. Um, so last Look year. Look the size of his tongue. Uh, it gets caught in my fucking throat. For, for, for who don't know, <laughs> that's like a three-inch wide tongue. He's a, he's a mutant. It's wider like than my mouth. Tongue. It's made for licking meat off of bones. Uh, <laughs> I have a five-inch wide tongue and a three-inch mouth. Like it, <laughs> it, it clogs my breathing. Um, and so, last two things about classic <laughs> hardcore. Uh, certain classes are in short supply, <laughs> a.k.a. shamans. <laughs> Which also have big tongues. The ladies love it. I'll tell you that. I, I can't right, get bye. the image out of you licking like three foot by the foots, like beside each other. <laughs> like for some reason, like you're eating them all. You're like, this is the only way I can be satisfied. <laughs> the tootsie rolls only last one lick for me, dude. Right. <laughs> A one and it's gone. Um, other, other than that, uh, like I said, the market is so weird that money is hard to come by. So people are farming things that sell to normal vendors instead of selling them to the auction house to make money. Um, other than that, that's really about it. Um, I've, I've been loving it. Uh, oh, one also weird phenomenon is you typically see the same people playing. Uh, like if you if you meet somebody, his name's like Jim Bob and you meet him at level 10. And you meet them on like Thursday at like three o'clock. If you play again, like maybe on like Saturday at three o'clock, you'll probably be there. Like I've ran into the same guy all along the leveling path. Are we talking probably about Jim six Bob? times. No, no, not Jim Bob. Uh, this guy's name is Toast Waffle. Toast Waffle. Uh, anyways, if you're listening, Toast Waffle. <laughs> it has your number. Um, what do you call it? Uh, so you you do end up playing with the same people all the time, which is nice. That's so you cool, kind of build dude. up like a report. Yeah, That's it's, awesome. it's so fun, yeah. dude. It's so fun. Uh, you're making me, but, uh, but I can't. I have to remain strong. You know what's an old game is uh, Black Mesa. Tell me more about that. Oh, Black Mesa. Yeah, I've been playing it. Bobby played this before, but uh, you all have played Half-Life. You all were educated properly. You all grew up cultured. And Christian, myself, and me, I uh, didn't grow up this way. I grew up a heathen. I grew up not knowing who this man, the crowbar, was and... Why does he have an orange suit on? I don't know any of it. The first little head crab thingamajogs I saw was in Halo. It freaked me out. I didn't know there was a whole thing before that. So uh, I'm having so much fun, and I don't want to rehash too much because I think I'm on Chapter 7. But how many times did you guys die at the three-clawed green tentacle? You know what I'm talking about in the reactor? They give you all yeah, these so explosions... Yeah. Dude, I was like, how many explosions does it take? I'm like aiming my nades off the wall to like get in the hole. I have like the perfect protractor out to get my explosives down <laughs> in there without taking any damage. And he doesn't die. God damn. That was frustrating. You guys? That, that is hilarious. I don't remember um, that boss. Must have just it's, yeah, it's like, it's like a gravity boss. It might be a black, it might be a black Mesa thing and not a Half-Life thing. I mean, I, I did play remember. Black Mesa and it wasn't that long ago. Oh, check. 
this tentacle anyways this tentacle thing and then i finally learned out no you can't kill the tentacle thing you have to turn off the oxygen or you have to turn on the oxygen the water and the fuel so that you can start this afterburner in the middle which fries it and yeah Yeah, it's just called tentacle that's all it's called yeah i see it i remember this now and i think this is exclusive to black mesa i don't know and maybe this wasn't half-life i haven't played half-life in a very long time the three nope, claw tentacle is that the one that's in the silo and you have to throw grenades at it that's what i thought yeah yeah and i threw all my grenades and all my detonator charges and i picked up a rocket launcher earlier and i used all the ammo for that and this fucker just staring at me yeah oh, yeah i think it makes sense you have to kind of climb the tower or descend the tower and turn knobs and stuff and kill it that way yes Yes, yeah. I have to go to like three completely separate areas. Anyways, this blew my mind. And I just think modders rule. I just want to list off some other games that have been brought back or made with modding. So Insurgency, Dota, all TDs and auto chesses came from modding communities. And I just feel like, dude, it's, is there an indie films? Is there a way that like an indie filmmaker can just do something completely different achieve a massive amount of success because everyone loves it and everyone watches it and now this is like a new genre of movie does that happen anywhere else does it happen with art blair witch project was was shot for like two twenty thousand dollars and made i don't know multiple magnitudes of that and spawned the genre um well i don't know bobby can you, am i right in that yeah yeah, I mean, the whole found footage thing. I mean, there were other movies before that. But yeah, same thing with Paranormal Activity. It, it usually happens with horror movies because they're so cheap to make and people love watching horror movies. So there's a, yeah, there's a lot of them, yeah, that people made for a buck and then kind of spawned their own own genre. But I, f- I feel like it's different because I think most modders don't get into it for the money because they're it's kind of known for not you know it's very rare that a team gets picked up maybe it's happening more and more um i know some skyrim modders and some like fallout modders have been hired um and things like that like insurgency or actually counter-strike started off as a as a uh, mod and they just picked up the whole team valve just bought them all give them all jobs so i mean it can happen but it's very rare um it's like a uh, a labor of love and I, like to me if someone remade star wars episode four and it was so good that uh disney was like actually yeah you can just sell this now you know <laughs> like <laughs> like it's just like so uh it's just so cool um Bobby and There's... anyone else who's played these two versions, did the remake add any new mechanics? Like, I was playing it and I was having so much fun and I was like, there's no way this game is this old. Like, I can usually tell when a game is really old because it lacks, like, some evolution of video games that we have now and we take for granted. And I'm just having so much fun and I didn't get any of that. Like in Metal Gear, when you uh, you can't aim down the sights for, like, the first three games? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They changed some things. Um especially later in the game the levels are very different um and i think they changed a little bit here and there like level wise earlier in the game but they've also changed 
the way some of the weapons work. Uh, I can't remember which one specifically. I remember getting it later in the game, but it had a whole different way of how you how it used ammo. Um, but the core mechanics are were there, dude. That's what. Yeah, the the idea is there. I don't know. I think they they actually did change like a pretty good amount. Like I I would hesitate to call it like a remaster because they they've changed that much but i think all their decisions are justified and it's a better game because of it so bobby gave know, it game of the year that year i don't think we ended up giving it to him i don't remember but yeah it well deserved PUBG or something anyways yeah having lots of fun can't wait to complete this game you playing it i look forward to it i i don't dream about it but it definitely keeps me uh yearning for something at the end of my day yes i get to play black mesa and have like a fucking awesome time dude there Uh, was a time company all right go story there was a time where like um the introduction for pc gaming i would just say like uh, there's so many games now but at the time i would be like play half-life 2 after you play play it on easy if this is your first PC game, by the end of it, you'll be able to play 75% of games because it gets you used to the WASD. What game doesn't use sprint? It's, uh, I mean, um, shift to sprint, uh, space bar for jump. Like, uh, that was the controls for most cars in PC games. That was a control. Like, you could just take the controls from Half-Life and just apply them to so many games. And... Um, I mean, it's still it's still applicable to some extent, maybe, but it's the numbers drop down. But once you learn it, it, it's not just it's not just that one game. It was PC gaming for a little while, and it still is to some extent, which is awesome. You're gonna love Half Life Two as well, dude. There's no way you not don't getting, like that game. Not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I. I I, I would actually say otherwise, man. I don't think, especially after coming you off think, of Black Mesa. You think Black Mesa is better than the Half-Life 2? 100%, dude. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Black Mesa is that I see good, what the people say. Half, Half-Life 2 is not as good as you remember, dude. Play it. <laughs> it's it's it an old game. It from that thing when you play an old game and you realize, oh, this is an old game. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So, uh... Let's talk about the big news this week. Lethal Company taking <laughs> taking gaming by storm. It has. Um, yeah, everybody's playing this. I, how many people? I, I'm looking at the page right now, and it says there's 105,000 people playing right now, and that's also the Holy peak for fuck. today and the all-time that's... peak. So when we talked about this last week, I think I had looked at this, and I can't remember what it was at, maybe like 10,000, but I, I feel like it's blown bump. up. You did it, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I take all the credit for that. But yeah, everybody's playing this game, and rightfully so. It's a really fun game. We streamed it on Friday. Uh, You could probably go on our Twitch channel and watch the playback of that. Um, It was pretty funny because we were figuring out the game, and there's a lot to figure out in this game. So the core gameplay loop is a lot of fun. You go out and explore these planets. You fight creatures. You scavenge loot, and then you sell it to make money to buy more stuff to allow you to do all that but better. So just rinse and repeat. Um, The way that they keep you moving forward in the game is you have to sell enough stuff to meet a quota. So you can't just sit there and farm one easy area and just get a bunch of money and get overpowered. Um, So they they have that quota to keep you moving forward. And with a time limit. 
yeah, yeah, you have like a couple days to do it. Um, the the game is really good, and as much as I enjoy it, I, I feel like there needs to be a little bit more in the systemic progression because right now the way it works is the only thing you get out of all this, you have a, a good run, and then when it's over, it's over. You lose absolutely everything, but you build XP so, as a character. But all that does is give you a badge that says, like, I think I'm a part timer now. You start out as an intern <laughs> and I've leveled up to part timer. Um, and, and that doesn't do anything. It just lets other people know that you have a little bit more experience. What, what is interesting, this touches on what you were talking about earlier. You can lose XP. So if you, mm. and I'm not exactly sure how it, it works, if you die or if your team wipes or, or what exactly has to happen, but you can drop in rank. So if you keep having bad runs or you're not doing a good job, like you will lose that XP and, and get demoted. Um, and, and it would be nice to like, I, I don't know, this is, uh, some people are very hardcore and they're just like, you know, it's, they just want to like play the game itself. But I think when you, figure out this game and you do figure it out you figure out how the enemies work and the easiest ways to take them down and then it they become like a non-existent challenge anymore it's very mm -hmm. challenging at first but then you figure out oh remember that enemy that um you said oh if we make noise it runs away from us turns out no, you don't even need to make noise it let just me tell you that story first of all <laughs> i I, I, you, somebody <laughs> had said that like maybe some of them are scared by light, loud noises, some of them are scared by light. <sighs> this game is so scary, it's so scary. So, at first, because it's the unknown, right? It, um, there's just crazy, weird things going on, different sounds and stuff. And uh, uh, yeah, the unknown is the most scary. And to, to Bobby's uh, point, yeah, once you learn every creature type. I'm sure it's less scary because you know their weaknesses and you can also scan them with your scanner and find out what their weaknesses are. But I, it wasn't, I was brave, not because I had to, because it was my only choice. This thing had me back, uh, back against the wall. I had no weapons. I had no friends and I was lost. Like I didn't know where to go. And this thing's rattling. It's thing at me and it's going. And I was like, but, I'm looking at it. Why isn't it attacking me? I was like, oh, it's as scared as me as I'm scared as it. So I took a step forward and I go, blah, 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 blah. and it's like, it's trying to, it's second thinking what it's doing. And then I realized, yeah, I was like, I, I can back things, this thing's up. All my hairs on my arms are fucking, fucking standing up at, during this. But like, yeah, I'm walking forward. My nipples are hard and I fucking made it run away, dude. <laughs> I was, I was, I was like, and then I took that knowledge, and in a subsequent run, me and Bobby were running from something in the dark because his flashlight died. And then I heard, I was like, Bobby, turn around. Follow me. I know how to deal with these motherfuckers. And then I go, blah, blah, blah. And Bobby walks up, and he's like, shoo, shoo, be gone. Shoo, you. And it was, be gone, the demon. Of and it worked, the dude. It worked. And it felt so satisfying. It was so great. Yeah. Uh, my, my quick note on this game was the uh, mix of horror. Um, it's satire. It's like satirical horror and also uh just mixed in with um uh crazy off the wall comedy like you know 
um you get a noise like a honk like a noise maker fucking the what do you call those those things air, air horn air horn yeah that's like an item um you have oh <laughs> bobby bought an air horn for the ship it's this huge thing that goes and it scares <laughs> things away from the ship but there were certain times so two things that i saw bobby use that for one before he went out, he would fucking pull it. So make sure there's nothing around the ship. That's a good move. And then another time, um, he thought everybody was dead and he had to take off, but he wasn't sure that we were all dead. So he pulled it as a like last call for alcohol. You know, like like we're good, we're I'm out of here. So that was a good move as well. But uh, yeah, we were all dead. There was. Uh... Go ahead, Bobby. I was going to say that that enemy that you were describing. So it turns out that you don't have to make noise to scare it away. It just runs away from you automatically. But Damn what's it. funny is it is probably one of the scarier looking enemies. So when everyone sees it, they kind of panic a little bit because it's got this huge gaping toothy mouth. But it's actually the most harmless enemy in the game. Um, if you do corner it, it will spray you with some purple mist that will kind of disorient you. And I don't think it does any damage. But... Yeah, it's there's a lot to learn about the game. But once you learn it, it's just kind of like checking a box and the game becomes all, all that easier. Um, I, well, I will it's kind say of phasmophobia, like, right? Or you like you have to learn what everything does. You have to learn what like the items do as well with the what the monsters do. Yeah, there, there's a lot of learning, but also in phasmophobia. I, I don't know. I feel like every game, ghost can kill you, though. Yeah, like, it, there still is a challenge to that game. This one is like I figured out you can jump on items in these dungeons, these areas that you explore. When you jump on the items, the enemies can't even hit you. Most of them can't hit you. So you can if you have a shovel, you just jump on that and you can beat them to death. Um, I, I don't know. They may patch that. But you also learn how different enemies work and then you figure out how to handle those ones. Um, and then, Bobby, how do, how do you deal with that invisible assassin? thing i don't know what that is an invisible so, assassin there was a thing that has like big claws and like really big white eyes and it looks like it's covered in like a black sheet yeah and it chased it chased it chased emilio and it grabbed him and it like kidnapped him and it killed him and like broke his neck while he was running so i think away. that's the stalker or the flower man that sounds um, right the stalker sounds the right man. so that yeah that thing you have to okay so this is how i think you have to deal with him, but I'm not 100% sure. You have to look at him for a second or two, but then you have to look away, but also keep him in your field of vision. You don't mm. look directly at him because if you turn away and stop looking at him, then he's going to stalk you. And that means he's going to chase you until you either die or exit the um, the dungeon. Uh, yeah, that one's pretty difficult to deal with at, at first. But if you have weapons and you, enough people, you, you can kill him in like two, three hits. But so he, um, he that is the flower man. You are correct. Yeah. So the, um, the night that we played, Bobby, like I had to go to bed because I had to get up at five in the morning. I, I wanted to keep I would have played that game all night. And I was like, I got to go to bed. And then Nick's like, all right, I'm out. And then Crick is like, I'm out. I'm like, how are they not continuing this? Bobby wanted to play so much. He fucking went randos. Is that how you picked up all this info, Bobby? Yeah, that. Well, I mean, not so much that night. So I had a mixed bag playing with randos that night. Um, but earlier today, I got in a really good game with some people. Um, but I had to jump out to do the podcast. Uh, but Son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it, and it's really tough to play this game solo. Um, but yeah, you guys were, were not much help. If you go back and watch the video, <laughs> if you watch the stream, I mean, it's... 
at, at one point I'm just kind of standing there and like all this stuff is happening. And first of all, like the communication is kind of difficult, at, at least with, with our team. There's a lot of, a lot of chatter. So we, we tried doing like the walkie talkies and one person in base, but I felt like, um, Nick wasn't really like listening to me when I was trying to give him directions. So then when I went in there with Emilio, I realized, Oh, Nick's probably listening to Emilio and me. And it's hard to like communicate with two separate groups of people. So I don't know. The communication was difficult, but there was one point in the game where I just like, I'm standing there and literally my whole team is just running around screaming and dying. And then I'm just (laughs) waiting, waiting it out. Like, cause the turrets are not that hard to deal with. But, you know, you just don't stand in front of the bullets, guys. It's not that hard. But, I was already um, damaged from falling, man. It took one bullet. I died. It was one bullet. They got a long wind-up, though. I mean, you, you figure out where it is, and then you say, okay, there's the turret, and then you skip across. You got a few seconds, and you just don't stand in front of it. Um, and then I had to just carry all the corpses back to the ship. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you like this game or not? Oh, I love this game, man. Yeah, oh, okay. no, I'm talking. I, I not crazy about my teammates, but right, right. the game. It was our first time. It was all our first uh, time. No, okay, it was my first time no. too. But I feel like you guys should be better at video games at this point. I was just like, you're doing. Stuff <laughs> we were trying to just, figure things out. We didn't know what things. No, did. I mean, Emilio at so some point was like, guys, guys, if you heavy, if you carry the heavy stuff, it makes you run slower. And we're like, okay, so <laughs> I mean, pretty much yeah, every you, video game ever. <laughs> <laughs> Like you had this hot tip that you were dropping on. <laughs> it doesn't. So it doesn't run. You don't run slower. It, five minutes it, op- it uses up your stamina faster. It's different. Okay. Right, Bobby, right. Open up your listening ears. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like uh, it was taking us a little while to figure some things out here, but it was. But it was. Bobby would be like. Bobby would be like. Hey, there's a little area right here. You can charge your things. That's cool. Ten minutes later, Amelia goes, you guys know you can charge your stuff on the wall? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Dave just the, said it. He just I mean, said he it. may not have been around, but there is proximity chat. So you only hear uh, when the people are close to you, and it is all talk. You can use push to talk, but it for the most part, the default setting is just uh, – the, the talk is on all the time. So you're hearing like everybody's little brother or sister, their children, their dogs, their girlfriend, uh, you know, like every you're hearing all that in the background. You're hearing yourself come through someone else's speakers because they don't use headphones. Like Bobby, it, it, It's just <laughs> I hear your I hear about your worst teammate and I can. I mean, the randos were pretty bad. I had some pretty bad rando groups, too. Well, I'm, but... I want to know, like, who were your best teammate? My best teammates, probably the group I was playing with earlier today, like they were maybe about as knowledgeable as me in the game, but still kind of new. And, but, uh, you know, I was, we had like a plan and we were like doing stuff, but. Bobby, you just you know, gave out a load of criticism to Nick and Emilio. I feel like you have to highlight three things your new teammates <laughs> did that you wish they did. Um, not money. stand in front of turrets. <laughs> <laughs> It was one bullet. I was already damaged. It was one bullet. I think he's he's talking about me. He already fucking fell. I think he's already talking about me because there was one point. There was a moment we were we were cornered by two turrets, and I was like, if if we run, we get shot. So I was like, I wonder if I can destroy the turret with the shovel. And so I was like, or maybe something can happen, right? And so I run to it, I whack it with the shovel, and it begins to like like make funny noises and stop shooting. So I'm like, oh, I guess I defeated it, right? And then it's like, doo doo, and then it starts shooting, but it starts shooting in a circle around it. Uh, and I'm like, ah! 
<laughs> and I was in a hallway. And there's nothing I could do. Did you not no, get over you there? Could, you could have stood right where – this whole time where you were struggling with the turret, I'm standing perfectly Stop still in a safe spot. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I sacrificed He's myself so you could leave. He's so upset <laughs> so I mean, about this. The every, turret every is just like right around the – Every excuse, he's like, no. <laughs> Nick, Nick, you're saying, you're saying it's like a um, like a portal turret where you knock it over and it shoots crazy for a little bit, right? Like it, well, it doesn't get knocked over. You whack it, and then it gets stunned, and that's when you're supposed to run, I guess. But uh, once it, it comes back online, it doesn't get stunned. <laughs> it, uh, no. <laughs> Watch I, the I, VOD. <laughs> well, you, can't, you can't see my perspective. I tested it out. It doesn't get stunned. It, it takes like three seconds for the turret to start firing bullets. And it'll give you a warning. It'll be like, click, click, beep, beep. So you know it's going to happen. Click, click, beep, beep, murder so, coming, murder so, I coming. Mean, when, you, when you hear that, you realize I'm in danger. I should go back <laughs> to where I was two seconds ago where I wasn't in danger. And, you know, like that's how you dodge a turret. And then you wait there and then you look for an area to run to and then you run to it before the turret has a chance to start shooting no, bullets. Dude. No, No. See, if, if, you, if you whack it, they just spin around and shoot bullets everywhere. You ever right? seen a Mexican it, boxer, dude? We win by just going forward <laughs> and not give it a shit. Well, I don't what... think they box turrets, though. <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Nick's first solution was, "Let me box it." Let me whack it. You know what's unfortunate though is yeah. like you really can't play this game solo. Like That's you don't so have enough time. <laughs> yeah. So but, I mean, you need a team, but then like, you, which sucks. Which really fucking sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Where, where's all our DLG tryhards out there? That's who I need to be playing yeah. with here. Bobby wants Bobby? the creme to the creme. Bobby doesn't Let's see, get thing, sweaty. <laughs> see things the way that friend. I do. So Bobby's like, um, you play the game, and by his own admission, you have a great time, but you don't get anything out of it. That's like what he said, because you don't you don't uh, level up or anything. I guess you level up, but it doesn't get you anything. Mm-hmm. But like, I also feel the same way about like playing with character or players that aren't as good. Like, it's your job to like raise them up. You know, it's part of. It's a difficult. It's a, it's like um when you're playing DLG and there's a modifier on the level like exploders. Sometimes you're playing with somebody who can't aim. You just have to deal with it. You know. And that's the fun. I feel like that's fun. I I don't know, dude. Like, there's a there's a certain level that I can tolerate with that. <laughs> it's I like can't trying, tolerate people that stand in front of turrets. I mean, if you're playing chess with like a five year old and you're just like, you know, <laughs> trying to make a, a like play, you know, you're trying I'll to play chess and they're turns. like eating the pawns. You know, <laughs> that's Jesus this is Christ. like. Like, yeah, dude, it's like if two people know how to play a game, that's fun. But if one person is just. (laughs) No. Now, for the listeners that don't know, Christian was uh, um, thinking about like, (laughs) because we we name we named the, the podcast after like the best line a lot of the time or something like that in the or something funny that happens. So this one would be pawn eaters, right? But Christian Christian wants to change it to episode five oh two. You know, we talked about this, this and that, but we're losing pawn eaters. That's a that's a pretty yeah, good one. Dude, nobody yeah. does the inside joke for the episode titles anymore though. That's like so two thousand fourteen. 
All right. I, I, I'm, I've been defeated by this segment. Like, I feel my chest hurts. Like, well, I mean, real question: Are you going to pick this game up? It's only ten bucks. I don't know what that is in Canada. Maybe it's not even about try. Canada, dude. It's about Christian. That's like that's like seventy five dollars <laughs> American. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to him, ten dollars is like. Emilio does know how cheap I. That's one order of Tim Hortons. I can't sacrifice that. Oh, bro, yeah, that'll make you know. Sure you don't want Tim Hortons. I don't know what they do it's, with that coffee. That's straight in and out. Uh, $10 is. Go ahead. I would love to pick up this game and, and play with you guys. It's four players, right? Yeah, yeah it's four players. Yeah, like four this should be like a Christian, Rian, Nick, Leslie game. I think you guys would Baldur's have a blast. Gate. Although I did feel bad for Bobby on our playthrough because he was like the mastermind in the ship. And he was also the one streaming, which is it's probably the least streamable yeah, content, yeah. That, right? That's why I wanted to switch it up with the positions. And then so Bobby's like, oh, let me get in there. And then we played one where he was out in the field. And uh, and then we all went to bed. So it kind of sucked. Um, also, Bobby, I can't hear when you're on the radio. Like, I can't hear the other person, the other voice. Yeah. But the person with the the other walkie-talkie can. But but the problem is there's no compass, there's no map. So when you're giving people directions, you're like, take a right, take a left. And um, I, so I think I was watching Nick, and Nick was, I think, getting my directions delayed, but also spinning around a lot, like just constantly like doing 180 spins and stuff. Yeah, because I'm looking behind my back for the literal devil. There's monsters. Well, dude, but I'm, I'm monsters, literally watching, Bobby. I'm watching a map that shows the red dots where the enemies are. So if you just listen to me, like I, it, there was a point. Okay, go back watch the video. There's a point where I'm trying to explain for like two and a half minutes where a turn it is. It's literally like right around the corner from you, and I'm just like, no, just stop, stop moving, dude, stop moving. It is up stop hitting the, the pond. <laughs> stop hitting the pond. And the and the flashlights, man. The flashlights are super important too. Not the level one ones, but I, I figured out you just gotta get those like level Pros. two flashlights, or you just can't. That and the weapons. So we found weapons later on. But you have to, like, get a weapon right away. Otherwise, like, you can't even fight a little loot bug. Like, the, the easiest of enemies to kill, you can't even do anything about it because you have no damage. So how long is having a, run, a weapon. Guys? An hour-ish? How much what? Uh, how long is a run? Like, an hour-ish? No. Very quick. When, when you drop down on a planet, I mean, God, you have a, a day in game time, but it goes super quick. Because if you stay past when it gets dark, then the monsters spawn on the outside. And they're really tough to deal with. So you actually got to be really quick about it. So I, I feel like each run is pretty quick. And then you have like four days to get your quota, your first quota. Yeah, it's we were struggling with the first levels. But now that I got a little more experience, like the first levels, it's pretty easy to get geared and moved on. And the uh, I, I want to like play these later levels that people are talking about where they get really, really difficult. I do. I want to talk about one more thing. The sound design was pretty cool as far as the in-game chat. So, um, yeah, it's, um, what do you call it? Uh, how far away you are, approximately. Mm-hmm. But then as they walk away, you know, it gets smaller and smaller, which is scary. Like, you know, when, when Bob is explaining how to do something and then it goes like, um, then you take right mouse button and then. And you're like, oh, what, what was that last part? And you like run back into the darkness to see what he was saying, and he's not there where where you <laughs> think he went. 
like it's scary and then and then the also other hilarious part, when uh, you hear somebody just getting thrashed in the room next to you and you're just like all right close <laughs> door, watch the other way. um and the other part that i liked is there is audio effects on the voices so i wasn't sure but there is a tinnier like when you're in the spaceship it's a little tinnier um but where i really heard it was when you were in the canyon level and you could really hear the echoes in the canyon. And that, I thought that was very cool. And I think, I think voices carried longer in the canyons. I feel like the, like the echo just went down the, the canyons. I thought it was very cool. Um, and I, the design is so cool because you have the scary dungeon and you have your home base, but you also have this open air place that you have to get through in order to get between those two. And I think that's part of the magic. It really is. Cause you're like, you're like, Oh my God, fucking shit's chasing me. I got a fucking generator in my fucking shoulder. Open the door, shut the door. Okay. I'm safe. <sighs> and then you're like, Oh fuck. I got to deal with fucking monsters in midnight under the eclipse. Like what the fuck? And you got to somehow get this generator all the way through and and it's like you feel like you're never safe because even in your base christian did you watch the video we got eight in in our own base man <laughs> monsters come in your base and kill you well Damn. we we didn't figure that out right away so you can shut the door to your base and we did that and we figured we were safe and then the door just opened and it happened to open at the time where emilio showed up and a monster came in and ate Twice. all of us yeah, two times. And it turned out. the door opener, they called me. <laughs> we thought, okay, the first time, I'm pretty sure you opened the door and just let a monster Oh, boy, well, here we go. Okay. Here we the go. first time, I think, was your fault. But the second time, no, what we figured out was when you shut the door, it's got this hydraulic system that goes on a, a timer and it runs out. When it runs out, the door just opens up. And this monster just comes in and just eats everybody inside there like it's emptying a tuna What did you can. guys call the ship? What did you guys call the ship? Can the ship be named? Uh, no, you cannot name your ship or your crew. Ah, uh, dang. So, Bobby, you, you love this game, but what you're looking for is more systemic progression. And Nick, Emilio, you just love the game and you just want to see more maps, more weapons, or what? I want it to progress. I would like to see, like, you know, even, Bobby even figuring it's just everything cosmetic. out. You know, that would be nice more than I, just like a rank that you, that goes up right. and down. I think it would be nice if you could, I don't know. I'd be fine with just cosmetics. Like I said, the, you know, un, the unknown is the scariest part, right? And if you only have 12 key, creature types, you, you can solve that, especially if you play that a lot. So just more creature types, more sounds, more creepiness, more, just keep adding so that somebody cannot become proficient and not ever be comfortable. You don't want people to be comfortable in this game. Uh, I had a great time. It was fun scary, too. It wasn't like I can't sleep at night scary. Mm -hmm. It was like fun scary, which is great. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Good game. We're hearing the sirens. Baby Blaren. Uh, Emilio, uh, Remnant 2 DLC? Is that fun? Yeah. The Waking King. Um, it's funny because uh, so I put this on the radar in our um, in our Discord, which is you can find that dlgaming.net. dot net, and um, 
I was like, you know, this is coming up, but there's not a lot of information on it. Nobody's playing it early. There's no early copies. Like, what's going on with this? And I was kind of worried. Then it came out, and it's like 9 out of 10, and I posted that, and I was like, yes, it's fucking awesome. And then I was, and then I played it, and I played it a few, I played it the first two hours twice. And I had a good time both times, a really good time. And um, I was like, okay, cool. Uh, Let me make my notes. And then I look at this, and it's mixed reviews now. It dropped from 9 out of 10 to like 6 out of 10 or 5 out of 10. I'm like, what, what happened? And um, I, I don't tell you the truth. I don't know exactly what happened. There are some very hard mobs in this game. Very hard. Um, the, whole, the difficulty has skyrocketed. Um, and I think it's a good thing. I thought the original, even though people always say this game is really hard, I thought it was kind of easy. So, um, not that I'm a good video game player, but this game just kind of like, it's my jam, you know? Like, I I really like it. And so, um, now, it's like right where I like it. I'm playing on veteran mode, which is second to the hardest. And um, it is right where I need it to be. I really enjoy it. Um, So, this game is so hard to explain because there's multiple worlds and all this shit. So the DLC is taking one of the several worlds you can play through in the first game and expanding on it. So it makes it longer and there's more, there's more um, lore. There's more everything. Um, The lore for this particular dimension is there's these drow which look like kind of like dark elves and they live in this terrible world like the buildings are on fire there's monsters running around everywhere but hey man, that they, might just be their decor all right no they <laughs> no they like collectively are in they're delusional collectively they form some sort of cult or belief or religion and they all believe everything's awesome and every once in a while, one will wake up and then be like, oh, shit. Like, it's fucking terrible, guys. Like, this is bad. And then the other ones will shun them and kick them out. And like, no, everything's great. Everything's not on fire, basically. And so um, it's, it's a very interesting world. And it, I'm glad that this was the first world that they choose for the first DLC. It was free for me, by the way, because I paid... For the deluxe edition so that was cool um but yeah i was very glad that they expanded on this they used a lot of the same assets the same character models the same buildings you know just more of what you like the first time so you know if you love this game there's no way you're gonna hate the dlc i i can't see that that is a possibility um along with the game came a huge patch uh because there was a lot of things there was broken things in the game where there's some comp- combinations that were just too good, so they kind of busted those up, which is good because, you know, it's not fun if you're cheating, like standing on top of an item, hitting things with a stick, Bobby. But, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. Diddy really enjoys it. Cricket really enjoys it, and we're all big fans of this game. So, yeah, $10, too. That is not a ton of money for a DLC. So, two thumbs up over here. 
Got the DLG bump. Buy it. DLG bump. Uh, okay, cool. Guess that sound. Uh, guys, guess what? There's $30 in the pot. $30 in the pot, and we have a new guess. So you can guess the sound at pixelshitshow at gmail.com to guess. Patrons get two guesses at a time, so you can send in two guesses, and I'll read both of them. Uh, I need to clarify a little bit because Corey sent in a guess. His guess was Counter-Strike 2, which is a big fat no. Nuh-uh, no way. Counter-Strike 2 is not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something more specific, Corey and everyone else out there listening. I'm looking for, like, reloading the needle gun in Halo 2. You know that noise, that ka-ching, ka-choink, Like, you know that... I'm looking for that level of specificity, okay? And uh, Bobby, Emilio, Are you gonna play and it again? Nick. Oh, I am gonna play it again. Uh, Bobby, Emilio, and Nick will have a chance to help the next guessers. Uh, just one other thing I have to clarify: you can guess as many times as you want, but I'm always gonna go with the person who hasn't guessed yet. Does that make sense? So don't hold yeah. back your guess, right? I talked to some people. They're like, I don't want to. I, I don't want to blow my guess. You know, I want to wait till some other guesses come in. Blow your guesses, guys. Blow them this way. Blow them that way. And here's the sound. Uh, I think I should play it one more time. That's the sound. That's the sound. Fuck. And it's really exciting, guys, because. It's $30 in the pot. It's Steam credit. You can buy a game with it. And Nick and uh, Bobby and Emilio, they have a chance right now to to help you. They're going to play a special game. And I think this one's going to be fun. Nick and Emilio have to correctly guess what Bobby is humming to you. But you have to guess the same answer, the same final answer. You can talk amongst yourselves, but you have to send the same final answer through. If that answer is correct, we will get a hint for what the noise is that will help narrow down the search criteria. Okay, Bobby? Come on. Hum away. Ready to hum? Take it away. Give me a hummer, Bobby. Give me a hummer. (laughs) I don't know if... uh, I'm going to try. So it goes a little something like this. Let me think. You know what it is. Come on, you guys know what this is. I'll give you a hint. It Mm. deals with pirates. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's uh, I mean, do I see the game? Christian? No, it's not a game. Nope. Just guess what he's humming. It's the theme song to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, it looks like they. Woohoo! Cha 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 cha! You got and Bobby. What's the? What's the clue? What? Oh, I do I know the clue? Oh, I told you. That's okay. <laughs> do I know the clue? Oh, you did. Uh, I don't know, yeah. man. Let me see. The clue is get a clue. The clue is melee, folks. The clue is melee. Oh, that's right. You did Ooh. tell me. Melee. It's a pretty big one. It's a pretty big clue. So. Use that clue. Send a guess in. Pixelshitshow at gmail.com. No spaces, no dashes, nothing. And let us hear your guesses. Uh, it's plug time. 
Mm. Rate us on Spotify. We have 38 ratings on Spotify. We're a 4.8 star podcast. It feel like we are, you know? Bring the quality, don't we? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. well. we, we also stand in front of turrets, dude. Come on. <laughs> We're not the brightest crayons We're in the fucking so blog bullets with true. our face. Don't don't rate <laughs> us five. Rate us four, maybe even three, depending how you feel. Uh, but do rate us. Go to Spotify, click the little stars on mobile. It helps a lot. The higher ratings we get, the higher we appear on the Spotify searches gaming podcast. So there are thousand and thousand of you. Go to Spotify. <laughs> <and> fucking... <laughs> Uh, you know, before we move on too quickly, now that people have gotten a hint of melee for the sound, could we hear the sound one or two more times? No, 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 because then you're trying to play, Bobby, but this is for money. This no, is this is states. actually a request in the chat here, but also oh. I think it would be helpful for the listeners. Well, this is people. also a podcast, and you could go back and listen to it if you do so choose. Yeah, but that's really annoying to have to try and rewind while you're driving your car, mm-hmm. operating heavy machinery. I think it's worth it. It's $30, Bobby. $30. How much okay. is your insurance premium I'm really going to go up after you crash? Nick is really good at sound effects, so I think Nick should do the sound to the best of his ability, and that's what people can guess off. I'll so compromise. It's like, so it's something metallic. So it goes... Amazing. Mm, Look at that, everyone. Do with that what you will. Emilio, do we have subs? Um, I'm not looking at them, but let me see. Um, uh, yes, we do. Due for you, five months. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming to DLG Con. King Tehran, uh, 10 months. Sup, guys, he says. Sup, guys means you should be at the next DLG Con. Let's unveil the mask. Let's see who is behind haunting of the abandoned railroad you know what i mean like like who's behind the mask i don't know um let's go to listener questions bobby listener questions we've got three of them well technically four. First one is from i tom what's the first game you would play on the new refreshed steam deck i would play slay the spire so we didn't talk about the new Steam Deck, but that was all over the Steam page. Um, just based on my two-minute research, the big thing that they're advertising is the OLED screen. So you're going to have HDR, you're going to have that high contrast, really dark darks, really light lights, and everything in between. Um, but it's also supposed to be lighter, have better battery life, and it's got the um, Wi-Fi 6E antenna in it, which is... Um, the latest version of Wi-Fi now, which is crazy. I feel like we're moving fast. Like I just updated to Wi-Fi 6, which is like gigabit over Ethernet now, supposedly. Um, and it also, it's supposed to overheat less too, which I don't know. I, I heard that was could be an issue with those things. But just altogether, just a better Steam Deck um, with a nicer screen. So what, what, I feel like the prices buy? are really re- reasonable. Like... Um, not only are you getting a, a better Steam Deck, but I feel like the prices have not raised to the to match what you're getting. I still think you're getting a crazy deal. Um, at the very beginning, you were getting a crazy deal. You know, we looked at this thing and compared it to like laptops of equal value, and it's just like laptops were like two thousand dollars to match the computing power of this thing, and still didn't do it as well. And now you're getting it even better. Uh, 
version, and I, I said this on on the on our Discord was um, I, I use my Steam Deck like five to six times a year, and I still want to upgrade. So if anybody wants to buy my base model Steam Deck, I am selling it for like two fifty, I guess. But yeah, hmm. what I'd play I don't deck because it's uh, six hundred eighty nine Canadian dollars with like seven thousand dollars to Christian. So. <laughs> if, I had a, if I had a Steam Deck, I think I would. I'm a big fan of TDs, and I feel like I would love to play like TDs on the plane. TD. Uh, that's I should have talked about that on the way back from DLGCon. I played a TD on the airplane game, like on the ones that they have preloaded on the screen, and I beat it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> what are your favorite TDs, dude? I didn't know that you were a fan. Uh, my favorite TD is Element Elemental TD, but there's also Hell yeah, dude. Is that uh, the one with the uh, robots? No, no, there's no robots. But Elemental TD is cool because the powers synergize with each other, and the elements combine mm. to make new things when they're at each other, which is twist. But I think Legion TD is a great game. Like it puts a way new twist on on it. There just wasn't enough people playing. And the people I ended up playing with were, um, they got angry at me. Oh, and also I got addicted, so I had to uninstall it. Oh, uh, Bobby, I have to uh, update you. So Black Mesa has an 84 Metacritic and Half-Life 2 has a 96, especially after the RTX update. Just putting it out there. Okay, well, Christian, you play Half-Life 2 and you tell us which I'll one's be better. I'll the judge of that. <laughs> because dude everybody's got such a hard on for half-life too man but like it's it was super popular when it when it came out and yeah it was like the biggest game ever when it came out but you know a lot has changed in gaming i i don't think it holds up nearly as well it, it blew our minds because we could like kick a soccer ball in that game or swing a swing dude like people lost their fucking minds over that and now it's just like big fucking deal dude you know like the physics in that game with the gun was like the whole thing all right, all right. Just saying. Just saying. Right. <laughs> Nick, what and do you apparently on the new Steam Deck? I'm going to go with either Hades or The Binding of Isaac. I feel like those yeah. are both perfect Steam Deck games. As a owner, I will say my favorite Steam Deck game is probably The Binding of Isaac. Yep. A nine ninety nine nine dollars and ninety nine cent game that will give you. It's also my desert island game, which kind of works out for it being on the Steam Deck. I'll get my power from the sun or the coconuts or whatever. I'll charge my shit up, <laughs> and, and I will play the Binding of Isaac forever. Yep. Cool. Favorite alcoholic drink? Pyronical. Um Jeez, man. Uh, I will say this. I drink alcohol for the effect, not for the flavor. Like people will say that things are delicious. I say bullshit. Same thing with coffee. Coffee tastes like utter dog shit. That big tongue, you, dude. Your taste buds are too. You can't yeah. taste like the rest of them. <laughs> You're getting overwhelmed. Sure. Yeah. People love 
coffee and i will say yeah i do believe that you love the taste of coffee but you only love the taste of coffee because your brain has tricked your <laughs> brain into thinking your taste buds into thinking that you're addicted to this effect you know and so it's making like oh this is good you know yeah. same thing with beer same things with whiskey like you, you, you said this at dlg con and uh got a lot of heat for it not i think it's the truth man it. I, I understand where you're coming from because people also enjoy cigarettes. Like you build an addiction to something and then right. you crave it. So like, I, I kind of understand where you're Nobody coming from. Nobody says they enjoy the taste of cigarettes. What? Um, yeah, dude. People enjoy yeah, like, they the enjoy yeah, no, people cigars. They love the taste of yeah. Or like the taste of cigarettes after a meal. That's a thing. Like I just yeah, watched a totally. podcast where somebody talked about quitting smoking after 35 Okay, minutes. then I do believe Amelia. I could yeah. like the taste of this. But I think it's possible to make coffee taste good, like if you do enough stuff to it. That's like, what I'm saying. It's all in the stuff that you're doing to it. A fresh brewed black coffee will always taste, taste like shit. And if it doesn't, and you fucking did a, you know, the perfect bean under the perfect heat, under the perfect circumstances, yeah, it might taste great, but that is not what everybody does everybody tastes everybody brews this god-awful witch's brew and then add add sugar sugar and chocolate until it's palpable anyway so uh my favorite is whichever one fucks me up the fastest no that's not true sometimes you want to be drunk for a very long i'm a professional guys how often am i on here sloppy okay it does happen but like you know I don't get uh, my hangovers are like controllable, and I I wouldn't say he's a problematic drunk, a drunk but not a problematic one, because I figured it all out, guys. There's there's ways to do it. There's limits how much alcohol you're consuming per hour. This whole thing, yeah. Um, so whatever you're doing at the time, there's a certain drink for that. So that's my favorite. The alcohol professor here. There's the Jamaican yeah. rum. And when it's mixed with apple juice, it tastes like apple pie. And that's my favorite because how can you not like the taste of apple pie? Have you ever had a apple pie moonshine? No. So you can probably find it in Canada because we give everything to you guys all the time. It comes in a jar. <laughs> it comes in a jar. Uh, moonshine used to be illegal, but now it's technically not. Um, get apple pie moonshine and mix it with ginger ale. It'll. It's one of the tastiest uh things if you like apple pie i think it, it tastes more like apple pie than probably what you're saying with that rum um my favorite drink is a sidecar uh for those who don't know um it's hennessy with uh some orange liqueur and some lemon uh inside of it and it's very very tasty and it gets you fucked up pretty quick as well so uh, I usually have like two or three of those. Don't understand these fancy drinks, man. Bobby, there was a time where you were a drinker. What was the thing that made you get a DUI? Um, oh, my God. <laughs> my first one was Southern Comfort, which tastes like hairspray. Yeah, it's uh, awful. Yeah. Uh, and then does Southern second... Comfort come in a plastic bottle now? I think it does. No, it no still idea. comes. It's still com- the big, big one. Yeah, the handle. Yeah, it's plastic, but the smaller ones come in glass. Yeah, but no, I drank a lot of scotch. I hated beer. Like I, I couldn't stand beer. Um, but I drank a lot of scotch and vodka, and then I started getting into gin a little bit too. But I like. And gin. I, I didn't. I didn't like, like mixed drinks. You know, I would just have it very neat. But um. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, don't get me completely wrong. I enjoy the fuck out of a good martini. I love olives. Like, love it. 
but still. I would love just an olive drink better than an alcoholic love olive drink. All right, what's next? Next question from Warconius. What do you guys think about Dave the Diver being in the indie category for the Game Awards? Uh, he says, personally, the debate over what indie and what's not is useless, or what is indie and what's not is useless. They should have more categories like best 2D pixel roguelike, best walking sim, etc. Um, I mean, I think as far as like what determines indie, I think there probably should be like a set thing, uh, whether or not be like one of three categories, like budget, uh, or amount of employees or like time worked on the game. Like you have to get like two or three of those to be determined indie. Like, mm -hmm. a, like no, I don't know, like man. Cap. Time worked on the game. That's kind of hard to calculate with some of these. Yeah. Um, um yeah, I don't know. I, do I, I understand where he's coming from, but I do like the idea of having that category just so we don't go around ignoring indie games because it's really easy to give all the awards to The Witcher 3 or the latest Zelda game or, you know, all these big budget AAA that everybody buys and knows about with all the beloved icons and characters. But the most interesting stuff happening in gaming is always with indie games, and it's nice to shine a light on that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I go with kind of Nick on this one. I like the different type criteria. Um, just, it's harder to find that, you know, the lines are blurred. What is single A, double A, triple A? You need it. Yeah. I really like the, how many people worked on this. The, I, Cause if you have one person that works 10,000 hours on a game, that's not the same as. 10 people working 1,000 hours. It really isn't. It's more indie, I feel like, than that. Um, so, I don't know. Um, different criteria. Yeah. But who's going to who, who's gonna be the indie auditor that goes around the world and fucking checks, checks, uh, checks all the checkboxes? Um, Dave Desire looks like an indie. I don't know who developed it. Is it a big studio? I don't know. When it came out, I... I didn't, it just didn't feel like an indie game to me because it was very well done, but I really don't but know so the, much about the people that developed it. So like, I don't, maybe it was, and they just did a really good job. Let's okay. look it up. We have the I, capability. I don't, I don't know whether or not it's like my like idea of what indie means. Right. So like, let's, let's make comparisons in a different, in a different medium. Maybe that, maybe that might work. Um, one of the best animations of all time is made by one person and it's a Warhammer animation and he worked on it for two years. It's better than anything uh, the official Warhammer page has ever put out. Is that considered indie or is it not considered indie because it's so good? Um, like if a game is good, why does that not make it indie? You know, cause that's Bobby's like, Oh, I don't think it's indie cause it's so good. You, you were saying Dave, the diver doesn't belong here cause it's, it didn't cross me as an indie game. I mean, when I stopped and thought about it, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, it's not from a big developer, but, you know, where do you draw the, those lines? Okay. Not that this is the end, be all end all, but um, so I clicked on Dave the Diver and I came up with Mini Rocket. Mini Rocket is maybe a subsection of Nexon. And Nexon has made Cartwrighter Drift. Nobody's ever heard of it. Mostly positive, 4,000 sales. Maple Story. I've talked about that game many times in the podcast. Oh, 
Yeah, I yeah, dude. Next on, I've talked about all of this when I spoke about Dave the Diver and many other times. Oh, okay. so they're they're a publisher, and they I think they developed some games too. And I've played like several of them, but I, I think they published the game and Mint Rocket developed it. But yeah, I I don't know. I I don't I don't think we need to do the the research live on the podcast. <laughs> but I I don't know if they're being categorized as an indie game in the game awards i trust that those people know what they're talking about because i don't so i'll i'll go with it but i just i i hope it wins a bunch of awards because it's definitely my game of the year and i thought it was just really nice and refreshing game in the midst of i mean it was a a good year year. yeah there was a lot of good games this year but this definitely stood out to me i don't know who who um posted it but somebody's like Oh, Christian, the last time that we had a collective Metacritic score for one year, was that you that posted that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This has been the highest Metacritic score. In 20 years, right? In some some crazy, I can't remember the exact, but it was like, yeah, uh, we won't get this year, we won't get a year like this for video games probably in a long time. Yeah. It's, um, maybe we don't pick the best this year, just like talk about our favorites because well, who needs who needs to pick a king really let's be communist i don't know we'll figure it out we got to talk about how we're going to structure it this year uh bobby you are a uh expert at something all those amazon boxes being piled up behind you what have you been buying sir as a man who i know hates things so three times Christmas today gifts. three times today sam was like get this for bobby and I was like, Bobby doesn't want things. Do not get him things. A thing is like, uh, it takes up space in his perfect little realm. And it's, that's not what you can't get him a thing. I don't, I don't have much room here. Yeah, that is true. Um, those are all boxes that have been sitting here. They were on the last episode. They've been sitting there for like two weeks now, uh, because I'm building a, a home server with, um, it's kind of like a NAS, but it's also running virtual machines and a couple other stuff, a couple other things. But uh, I kept all the boxes because I've got quite a few hard drives here and you know a lot of other parts, and I want to make sure that everything works and I don't have to return them. I've already had to return two of the five hard drives I've bought. Well, technically eight hard drives that I bought, but the actual storage ones. Um, and that's never fun going through that process, but I'm hanging on all, to all that crap for a little while until I'm sure like everything's good. I'm not done with the burn-in testing, but once that's complete, then I'll start throwing it away because then I'll know I won't need to ship anything back while the warranty is still there. What are you doing with all this power and what does it, how does it help the podcast? <laughs> um, well, I could, uh, spin up a, uh, Minecraft server if you guys want. Or- <laughs> nice yeah save us like seven dollars a month there but yeah i don't know i really what what i needed was a backup because i had been kind of quietly using um my infinite uh, internet no my um at, at my work we have a uh uh google workspace like business account and they used to give you unlimited storage on there um but now we only have like i don't know still it's like a ton dude it's like 500 terabytes i think um but i can see i can see a list of like the people who are taking up the most space and i was like number four on the list (laughs) because i was storing all this stuff on there um i had like 
10 years worth of a video production class backed up on there. Um, I was backing up some of like, uh, some of the videos uh, from like, uh, side jobs I had done on there too, which I probably shouldn't be doing. So what I need is a safe place to store this stuff that has some redundancy and backups. So um, I think it's sexy, Bobby. Safe. I'm glad you're doing it. But Bobby, can we also, this is not my retirement plan, but what is our retirement plan? Because that's Warconius's last question. I do have a question before we move on. Okay. Can we run a nice permanent? Try, yeah, I'm going to fuck up it all. Uh, can we get a TF2 24-hour server going yeah, with our own roles? Um, yeah, we could do that. I don't know who's going to play on it. I mean. I mean. But then they will come. Yeah. yeah if you build it, they will come. For sure. I don't know yeah. about that either. But. It yeah, won't. We'll t- I mean, it, it's not going to take up a lot of what you're doing, right? It's like a small. The hardware, no. The internet connection. I mean, I'm going to see how that that goes. Um, you know, I've got gigabit and it's pretty solid. The upload's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I could spin up one of those and then see how it goes. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool, dude. I'm down. I'm down to play. My, well, I'll add my fucking two hours a week on it of playtime. I feel like, um, you know, you need really fast servers for like a first person shooter. So I'm wondering how it'll perform with that, but we can see how it goes. You know, if you're Let's hosting something more like Minecraft or uh, uh, what's that vampire game where with all the crafting that we were really into, or you guys were into for a while, Valheim? Um, you know, oh, yeah, like Valheim oh. or uh, yeah. yeah. V rising, V rising, V rising or Valheim. Like those ones, I don't think they require as fast connection but yeah five years ago bobby told me to read the little book of common sense investing and i read it and then i took a lot of my money and i diversified into various etfs and that is my retirement plan what's that have to do with anything oh is that the question the question question. what's your retirement plan see and i was wondering when i read this question i wonder if he's talking about financials or what are we going to do when we retire I mean, I know, I know mine. So, I mean, I'll answer both. Uh, I'm a disabled veteran, so that's for the rest of my life. And if I die, Leslie gets it for the rest of her life. Um, probably retire from whatever sustainability company I'm working for at the age of like 50 or 60. And then uh, live off of uh, disability and hopefully UBI if the government get, gets fixed by then. I don't know. Um, and then just play video games and paint Warhammer models until I'm old. I did. Oh, wow. Travel um, a lot as well, I guess. Yeah, travel and video games. Um, probably, I mean, I'm really pushing for 55. I would like to be retired in 10 years. Um, I have, like, potentially residual, like, income just coming in. Uh, on top of the 401k that I'm dumping, like, so much money uh, uh without my consent the 30% of what i make goes into um a 401k uh on top of like the 5 and the 5 match so it's a lot it's a lot that's going into that thing um but yeah so that should be nice plus um residual income i think i can do it at 55 so i'm just going to keep hitting it hard for another 10 years and then after that it is Video games, working out, and traveling. Yeah. All right. 
If I don't kill myself with my alcoholic drinks that I hate the taste of. You need a CPAP machine, man. You'll live past 55, I promise. Yeah, I got to get a CPAP machine. And we'll talk about it after. Did, did you get one? I have one, dude. I've had one, I've had one for like three and a half years, four years. Oh, okay. Well, right. um, retirement for me is, I don't know. Uh, it, everyone says traveling, right? But I feel like when you're old, traveling sucks. Like, I don't know. I want to do my traveling now. Um, I mean, I'll probably travel when I'm older too, but like maybe not as much because I don't want to deal with that when I'm, when I'm super old. Um, I'm su- I understand that so much, dude, because my parents have started to travel and my dad's getting a little slower as far as like phys- physicality goes. Mm-hmm. Hey, my mom's like, yeah, we can't walk the streets of Italy for like nine yeah, hours a day you know and it's cobblestone roads and your dad is like cobblestone <laughs> yeah it's once like- again bringing me back to we have the best hobby of all hobbies you could have i could wake up tomorrow with no arms or legs and still make it down to my computer somehow wig, wiggle my worm way down here sit in here hit it with my nose and get some sort of game playing going on you know what i mean like that's why I think we have the survivor. I don't know, yeah. man. I feel like no hands kind of limits you. On yeah, totally, totally. Limits Bro, you, there's people that play games that have. Oh, yeah, I know they've like got machines seat. where you can control with your tongue, but I don't know if that's an option for Emilio. He's got a huge. <laughs> they need to make he a needs an extra thing. big tongue controller. He's <laughs> an yeah. extra big tongue uh, controller. Yeah, yeah man. I, I don't have three lips. Look. You. Oh, we need to lick this podcast clean, folks. We got to get the old tongue on this. Come on. Get to the center yeah. of the popsicle here. What are we playing next week? I want to play... Dude, I would like to play more Lethal Company. I saw Rusty Bagel playing some <laughs> earlier, and I'm like, there's a guy who doesn't fuck around. <laughs> this guy's not going to be running turrets. So maybe I'll hit him up about playing some... You know what's so, funny uh, about that is he hit me up while we were playing, and he's like, "Would you re- recommend this or Void Void Crew?" Oh God, I want to play that game too. And I was like, "I think this, dude, just because of the mix of well, dude, um, everybody's playing this right now. Like, yeah. this is the game to be playing. I, so, I do want to play Void Prison Company." Before I logged off, I felt bad for logging off, so I hit him up. I was like, "Hey, man, Bobby, Nick." Cricket Soldier, they're all playing. Like this is a prime, they're primed, ready to go. Do you want to jump in? He goes, I'm already playing with four other cooler people. I'm like, all right. Yeah, how, first of all, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> I'm cooler than everybody. <laughs> You're not cool because you can go to DLG, dude. It was fucking good. It was good. I wanted to go. Yeah, no, you didn't. <laughs> He's so sad. Next year, I wanted to. Go. Next year. Next year. Uh, I am playing crew. The Expanse, a Telltale series. And uh, I am, oh, sorry. I would love to play some on the well because I don't have any weekend plans. I got uh, VR games when I go to my sister in law's house. It's probably going to be Dark Tide. I mean, not Dark Tide. Uh, Gorn and uh, Beat Saber. Uh, and I'm going to try to play Wild Classic on my wife's laptop. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, so tomorrow I have a 14 or 15 or 16 hour shift. A lot of that is downtime. I have my Steam Deck ready and primed. So on there, I have Risk of Rain Returns. 
Um, I think that's what I'll mostly be playing tomorrow. Other than that, I mean, I, I am really, as much as I don't like fucking spending a million hours on early access games, I am enjoying uh, Death Must Die. I think it's very good. And Lethal Company is, I feel like that's a new, like, it's like a new Deep Rock Galactic. Just like if, oh, are the four of us playing? Let's just play that. So, yep. Excessive so price point. You're in the Discord or whatever. Duke can get out. Only 100 sniper dollars. 100 sniper dollars. <laughs> All right. Sign us off, Amelia. Speaking for Nick, Christian, Bobby, and my snow, my snelf. <laughs> Lethal titties, everybody. Good night.